right, Mac and Stu here, and you're listening to the Wise Guys Podcast, where we go rogue as we apply wisdom to the everyday to help us do it just a little bit better. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to do it just a little bit better. Hey, imagine <laughs> that, right? <laughs> but most of us, I think, for most of us, we need some action steps that we can implement in order to make progress. So we're going to offer some tips on growing and developing maybe some deeper wisdom. Now, Stu, I know you're thinking how much I can't stand checklists, right? But <laughs> I think it's important in this case, right? We need a little direction. So, man, let's just strap in again. Though. Yeah, you for know? sure. Hey, Mac. Good to see you. <laughs> I, well, I love checklists. You know that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I know we're going to try to avoid it, right? Yeah, well, some great information today. Good. So, hey, Mac, good to see you. This Same is going to be a great conversation. We talk about this every week, so I'm looking forward to focusing on it yes. in, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to say um, namaste to all of you beautiful exotic cocktails out there. Uh, we love hearing from you. And, and Mac, I got to tell you, I've been, I've been having personal, and I mean face-to-face conversations with people about our podcast. Mm. People find out about That's it. so fun. And I'll be out somewhere. Some, some people in my wrestling community are just <laughs> starting to listen. And, and you know what's interesting is they all feel like this is so important. I'm always, I'm always looking when, I, when they okay, so here's the question. What's your podcast about? Of course, right? Yeah, and then and the then I tell them, and then yeah. they um, they're like, "Oh, wow, that is that is so needed." Mm. You know, yep. right now I'm listening. That's, That's like the exactly. next thing I hear. Every, I, I mean, everybody. So, Wisdom. so thank you, all of you, everyone that's listening. Just thank you for being yes. here. We. We love having you part of the Rogue Nation and and, uh, and interacting with you. So um, continue to comment on Facebook and Instagram and email us. And uh, if you find another way to contact us, do it. <laughs> yeah. And if you know us personally, man, just give us some feedback. We'd, we love Absolutely. that kind of stuff as well. Absolutely. You know, so, uh, so it is. It's good. Yeah, it's a good encouragement. And, and certainly that's why we do what we do. You know, so, so uh, yeah, let's talk about how to do it. The infamous it. Yeah. Just a it. little bit better. Right. Yeah. It. Uh, and we were just talking about the it, right? So, I mean, and it's life, right? I mean, in general, it's just, you know, how can we do life a little bit better? How can mm-hmm. how can it be a little more joyful? How can it be a little more peaceful? How can we have a little more poise? How can we just navigate it just a little bit better, right? You know, I think we all want that, man. You know? Yeah. I, I know I do, you know, so... So we're going to use a, we're going to use an analogy to to, to kind of kick this episode off, and that's the analogy of birth and the birthing, and, and so because we we want to encourage every single one of you to birth some new ideas, to birth some new things in your life, whether it be attitudes or habits or perspectives, but new. How does how does new stuff get birthed into our life? You know, and, and you think about the birthing process. We're both dads and, you know, we've seen it. We've, we've experienced it ourselves. Although, ladies, we're, we're going to say right up front. <laughs> right? We were the spectators. We were. Right? We, we get yeah. that. We, so. we had an experience. Let, <laughs> let's just say that. <laughs> that's, that's right. So we, we can absolutely appreciate what you women have to go through to give birth. We can't understand it and experience it, but... You know, I, I was right there holding my wife's hand every single time, doing the best I could. Right, yeah, same you know? here. Yep, but 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 what? If, so let's start. Just uh, let's draw some parallels. So think about birth. Think about the birthing. It's first of all, there's pain. Right. 
I mean, without a doubt, man, yeah. there's there's pain involved, right? Yep. Uh, there's darkness, you know, the, 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 the baby, the new idea is cultivated, you know, to start with in darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and again, just draw some parallels between some ideas and some changes that we need to make that maybe we're in some darkness that, that we're in the birthing process of something new. So darkness isn't bad, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, it's part of the process. And that's the other thing. It's a process. It's a nine month process. Right. And then, of course, you have the actual birth. That's a process in itself for that amount of time, whatever that looks like. Hopefully not too long. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there walking the halls. Right. And um, and then there's the event. Right. The birth. Uh, So. So, again, as we as we're talking through this episode, I think birthing is, is, is a really good analogy to just keep in the back of our minds about how some of these new things happen in our life. But then, of course, what do we want? What, you know, I, mean, I don't know about any of you, but you know, each time one of my children was born, you know, there's a, an incredible amount of joy and love that comes as a, as a product of, of all of that as well. And new life. I mean, those are all fantastic, great things. And, and again, that's what we want for all of you. That's what we want in our life is to be able to birth some of those things as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. So yeah, man. Let's just let's just jump into the whole. Yeah, let's dive you in. Know, deal for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I have an analogy I've shared with you, Mac. That yep. it, it took me a while to figure out I was doing this because I. What's interesting about it is I didn't know what I was doing at first, but it was a way for me to connect with people and to relate to anybody. Uh, that I've come in in contact with. And I just have a gift that was given to me, and I'm so happy about it, to be able to connect. I really feel like I can connect with anybody. So how do I do that? Mm-hmm. I put people in school. <laughs> yep. This is what I do. So this, so, this. so yeah. school, uh, for, obviously, there's different levels of school, elementary, middle school, high school, college, grad school, mm-hmm. you know, PhD programs. And all those different levels, there's people in them that are at certain stages of life, right? Age doesn't matter. It's just you're at certain stages of life. And depending on the stage of life you're at and what information you might have, you might speak to each of those people in a different way. You might connect with them differently. I I certainly, when I'm coaching my six, seven, eight-year-olds, speak differently to them than when I'm coaching, coaching my high schoolers that sure. are 16, 17, 18. Exactly. Right? Yep. So I, when I meet somebody, and every time I tell people this, they're like, okay, where am I in, in the educational <laughs> so system? Where, where, in Stu's <laughs> educational system, where am I? Um, I always put people in school. And it's a way for me to, to understand how I need to connect with them, how mm-hmm. I need to relate with them. If I meet somebody that is in, uh, in school, in like middle school, like I know how to have conversations with them and how to relate. If I meet somebody that's you know PhD level, oh boy, that's when my brain really hurts. Uh, and but I mean, it helps me to understand this because then it no, then I, it gives me a way to to connect with them, right? Where where they are, exactly where they are. Yeah, I think I've always loved about that analogy, and, and and the thing that you always make very clear as well that it's it's not a judgmental thing. It's not a higher and lower, and it's not, not somebody at all. that's 
you know, it, it's really, it's relational, first of all. And at the same time, it, it, it can be a self, an introspective thing as we're putting this out there uh, in this episode that all of us are at a different level of maturity when it comes to this. You know, you, you can't help it. I mean, our life, ex- all, all things go into this, our life experience and how much we, you know, whatever it might be, we have a certain level of maturity in life. Right. You know, and again, this is not age related or anything like that per se, although experience we're going to talk about does come into this. But it, it's not about it's not about just the knowing. It's not about just the insight, because if, if the connection isn't made between, you know, knowledge and insight, which are great things and understanding application and then consequently wisdom there's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bridge those gaps so that we have better outcomes. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the key. That's what we want to talk about in this episode, and maybe some tips and some ideas about how that maturity can then produce some different outcomes in your life. Because that's what we're looking for. You know, right? Without a doubt. Yeah, and I, and I want to encourage everybody to whatever this is for you to come up with something that allows you to connect with people. In your way, mm-hmm. this is my way, right. and this way, and that way may work for you. But if 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 you can't connect with the way I do it, then find a way. There, there's a way, <laughs> right? You know that exactly. fits your personality and fits, you know, who you are. No doubt. So. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, so, so when it comes to this, and so we're talking about relationships, and we're talking about personalities. So again, we're going to go back to the birthing analogy. So who mm-hmm. who are the midwives? In your life, <laughs> who are those people or person, at least, that's helping you birth some new stuff? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it for just a second, you know. It's, it, 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 do you even have them? Are there even people that are stimulating you in that way? And sure. there's a question right to start with. If, yeah, if not, and, and I know for me, there's people that I know and people that I've never met. Yes, exactly. And may never meet. Right. But people that I know are like, you know, pastor of my church, mm-hmm. you know, Andy Stanley, he for sure yep. is, has, has impacted me. Coaches. Sure. I was yeah. just greatly in, impacted by a college wrestling coach I was at a camp with over the past mm-hmm. two days mm-hmm. that instilled some wisdom that I don't even know why it surprises me because this is what coaches do. But still, every time I hear it coming from a coach, instilling just wisdom about, you know, who's who's your favorite wrestler on your team well it's not the guy that wins all the championships it's a guy that'll never wrestle on on the varsity squad Mm -hmm. you know and this is what he's explaining and he's explaining why and it's all about how he connects with that person and how that person connects with you know with other people in their life and what and it just showed me what's important to him so you know now i met the reason i bring him up i'm spending some time on it is because this is the very first time i've met him and I, I may or may not meet him again, but he's already impacted me right? as as one of these midwives. So they don't have to be people that are in your life for a long time. They could be. Sure. But it could right. be somebody you just meet for an hour, for a moment. Well, you, you, here's the other thing you bring up. You bring up a great point. What about us being those touch point for other people? Mm. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, because we, we're really what we're talking about here is not only are we imparting wisdom, receiving the wisdom mm-hmm. in your stories, Stu, and right. imparting it, right. but 
but even at a more basic level, just an encourager. Mm -hmm. Just just to be an encourager in people's lives, you know. Uh, that's I think that's just so huge that all of us are starved for the most part for people to just go, good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Let you know, I, I heard a – so you just made me think of – a, a and, I, and I don't remember who said this, and I don't know the exact quote. I'm going to give you the gist of it. Mm -hmm. But it's about – People aren't necessarily going to remember what you said, but they're going to remember how they felt Yes, exactly. when you said it or when they were around you. Yep. And that's what you're talking about, right. being yes. an encourager. Yes. It's, 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 a, it's a lifter upper. You mm -hmm. know, it's a person that regardless of the circumstance, and this isn't an easy thing to do. It's not unless you're, mo most people aren't just naturally this way. Some are, right. but that's a few. Yeah. You kind of have to be purposeful mm -hmm. about this and not, especially if somebody's kind of in the mire and in the muck, mm -hmm. you know, and having a hard time in their life for whatever reason, it, it it's difficult sometimes to not have a pity party with them. Now, again, you have to sit with stuff sometimes, and I get that every circumstance is different, but in general, if you're a lifter upper, that you're helping people, you know, kind of see past some of that stuff, you know, and, and, the, and the other thing is this, just like you were talking about, it, it's more than from the nickel seats. It's more from the ivory tower. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's sometimes it takes, here, take my hand. You know? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, what's a midwife do, man? She's got her hands all over Absolutely. You know, the scenario, right? Mm -hmm. Massaging and moving and mm -hmm. offering wisdom and soothing and the speech. And I mean, I've seen them operate. I say, I mean, birthing my children, you know? So it's such an important role that we can have played in our life if we're receptive to receiving, like your, your stories do, right? or imparting it to, to others. I think it's just a critical component, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so Mac, let's get into ways to stimulate doing it, doing life just a little better. Let's talk about those checklists that are not really checklists, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have some some categories that that made that make sense to us to kind to go through, yeah. kind of. And the way I kind of see these is ways to kind of birth new life into yeah. you, like into, sure. um into the life you currently have. Definitely. So, so one area is, is media. And, and this could be, I want to talk a little bit about each of these, but this could be uh, literature, like wisdom literature, nonfiction books, like movies, documentaries, like seminars and such. So, I mean, and there's so many that are out there that could impact us and help us do life uh, just a little bit better. Let, let me give you one of mine. And I want to hear, so I know you have mm -hmm. a lot, Mac. I want to hear some from you too. <laughs> yeah. But a book that uh, became a movie and I, got, I had an opportunity to spend a whole weekend with the author who was an Olympic athlete. So you catch all that? Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot yeah. in there. Yeah. So it's called Way of the Peaceful Warrior by yeah. Dan Millman. Dan Millman. Yep. And it's it, just this book changed my life and I still go back and read it or watch the movie to get those nuggets of wisdom that help me that remind me to do life a little bit better I mean yeah. and it's that's just one of those one of those books if you can find books like that 
Yeah. And, I, and again, for Your me, go-tos. I love movies. You know me. I'm like, right. and it kind of transitions in the movies, too, because it was a movie. But well, you know, and tell me about some of yours. Yeah. I mean, it, what, it, the key to it is this, that that for that book for, to come into your life or any book that's come into my life or whatever, it might have been recommended by somebody else. Mm-hmm. That could be one way. Yeah. But I could just be out there searching. I could be out there. I need some ideas. I need some stimulation. And. I, what I've found time and time again is that stuff will come to you mm-hmm. from whatever source if you're seeking it, and it'll meet you right where you're at. And so for, for, for some of you, it might be what we want to call ancient wisdom literature. I mean, the Bible might be super important to you. That's a great wisdom media, right? Uh, or, or, or again, what depends on your your particular faith. If you you know, if you practice a faith, it could be the Quran, it could be you know uh, Vedic texts, it could be sutras, it could be Book of Mormon. I mean, if you're a Mormon, I'm just saying that there's all kinds of stuff out there from an ancient standpoint. That's the the truths in there, the wisdom in there, the, the the teachings about life and how it works are still just as relevant today as they were centuries or even millennia ago. Plato, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying that that, that those are certainly places that you can find, you know, nuggets. As Stu was saying, so you press into those things. And here's an encouragement. I'm just going to use an example because this is my my life. You know, if if I take all of these wisdom literatures that I was just explaining, you know, probably the most important one for me throughout my whole life has been the Bible. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, though, just in my particular faith and my particular way that I was looking at life for a long time, I was very hesitant to look outside of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to other forms of literature because of the way I was taught and the way that I was, you know. But again, whether it doesn't matter what faith or which one of these happens to be your, you know, go-to. My our encouragement is to just investigate some of these others because here's what I've found, Stu. This was really amazing. And it really, it's not amazing, but it is. Okay? <laughs> and that's this. You can read any and all of these. And here's what you're going to find commonality right you know now not not verbatim and not lockstep but believe me if it's true and it's wisdom then there's you're going to find it <laughs> you're going to find it all across the spectrum and the minute you begin to study stuff like that the aha moments will start to come it's it's amazing i think it's really cool so uh, well, i'm just going to encourage you to kind of broaden that a little bit but that's a great place uh, to find some nuggets to help you do it a little bit better Absolutely. Uh, And as I mentioned uh, earlier, when uh, regarding media, I find all kinds of wisdom in movies. And (laughs) I I love watching movies. I watch them over and over again. And sometimes I watch, the reason I watch them over and over again is to get that wisdom, is to be reminded of what I what I learned and um, what I got from it, some insight. Like, you know, in some of the movies, I just wanted to mention some of the movies that have impacted me. Some of them have... uh, Re, uh, re, religious connotations like Bruce Almighty, you know, it's, and, but there's some really good uh, wisdom in there and good life learning. Um, Holy Man with Eddie Murphy and that comedy, but it, oh wow, there's some amazing. I've done some um, muses relate, related right. to that movie. Yep. Yep. Um, here's one that people may not think of, but it really has a strong message in it is The Green Mile. 
with oh, Tom, man, Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. And here's another one. Check this out. The Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> there are, and it's yeah. a golf movie, right. but there's so much, Smith, yeah. so much information, yeah. so much wisdom to help people do life just a little bit better in yeah. there. I mean, it's it's just so you can find it. Like for me, it, it's through movies and, and some books, but and, and that's just a few in case you know people are interested. You know, well, yeah, and and again, what you're saying, Stu, is be entertained by the media. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. You watch a movie sure. for entertainment. At the same time, every once in a while, mm-hmm. kind of step back and ponder maybe the deeper meanings that you, because mm-hmm. here's the thing, you're resonating with those deeper meanings, even if you're not acknowledging them. Right. You know, you, you are. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's really cool just to step back and start asking yourself, well, why, why do I feel the way I feel about this movie? What is it about this? Why is there a tear in my eye? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the bigger picture here? And again, these are examples of how you know, life can be done just a little bit better and cultivate a life that starts to look like that. Right. Yeah. And and having fun while you're doing exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that, right? It's my nothing favorite way. Yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, nonfiction books. You can listen to podcasts. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. of biggies, you know, for me, certainly, and, and, so, and, and for you as well, I know, Stu, you know, Science of Mind teachings have been big for me is 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 expanded my realm and has helped me do life a little bit better. You know, we were doing some stuff the Rosicrucians there for a while that I think overlapped a lot of that 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 was really good that has great, you know, nuggets and great, you know, esoteric knowledge that again if you're applying wisdom to all this stuff can, there's lots of little stuff that you can, can help benefit from. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just expose yourself to some things. And, and you know what? If you do it and you do it and you read it and this and it just doesn't float your boat, then okay. <laughs> you put it down and you put it away. Uh, it, 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 you know, nobody's, nobody's worried about that. You have to be scared of, of, of what you might learn. But, Stu, here's what makes me think. You. And here's the deal. Once you read something, you know it now. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, now you know. You know now you got to wrestle with it, okay? And there's right. part of the problem sometimes for some folks. Yeah, okay? in the Matrix, right? <laughs> now you know. You know? So, right. uh, so there you go. Yeah. Well, and you also have uh, documentaries out there like mm-hmm. The Secret, and that was, you know, a book and movie, right. and, and there's a lot of great information uh, in there. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And let's not forget... Uh, seminars. Mm-hmm. I really was impacted by some seminars that I that I went through that were really helpful in the way to be face to face with people having this experience instead of you know reading a book. Typically, you're on your own, right? right? Correct. So yeah. this is a way to have it with to have that experience with other people to to figure out how to do life a little bit better. Which a lot of times it revolves around you. How can I be better in life and at life? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think we mentioned this before, especially for those of you that haven't been exposed to some of this more esoteric kind of thinking, if you will. You know, one of the great things that I was exposed to many, many years ago was just Gaia, the channel. Oh, yeah, that's that a great channel. That you can channel. subscribe right. to. And you're going to get all kinds of stuff all across the map there. Yep. And it, 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 it'll it it'll take you for a ride, you know, and there, but there's lots of really good stuff that if you'll... To allow you to just put your toe in the water if you want to immerse, you want to jump in. Uh, but it's a great source that's non-conventional, I guess is what I mean yeah, yeah. by that. You know, if you really want to go to some place that's that subscribe to that, you know. Um, so that's good. So 
you know, wisdom media. There's all kinds of that. We just coined that wisdom media. There's wisdom in all sorts of that media, you know. But another thing that you can you you can do to help you do it a little bit better is is also to make sure you have some grounding in some tradition. We all have traditions. And again, whether it's your faith tradition, whether it's your culture, whether it's your family, um, but but those things are good. We don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and, and and try to imply that you just need to just you know clean slate it the old etch a sketch thing you know you turn it upside down and you shake it and <laughs> shake it's it all right brand start new. over <laughs> you know no you, you can't afford none of us can afford to do that we have to stay grounded in certain things of, that's part of our tradition there's nothing wrong with that but we talk about this all the time just be wise enough to realize what needs to go you need to let it go Mm-hmm. And what needs to stay, you can oh, yeah. either let it stay, right? Um, and just be contemplating that enough. And so, you know, in your tradition, you might have contemplation and meditation. Uh, there might be a form of liturgy that you might practice when it comes to some sort of faith-based practice that you have. You know, th- those are very th- those are good things. We're not trying to imply in the least that you need to abandon them. Mm-hmm. No way. You know, just maybe look at them a little bit differently. I know for me and Stu, you grew up, you know, in the Catholic tradition as well as I did. You know, I think sometimes and I think a common theme that we find with a lot of folks that were or are Catholic, one of the comments that we've heard over the years from ourselves as well is that sometimes all of that rote liturgy that, you know, that you have, and again, you can find it more than Catholic Church, became just that just wrote repetition of things that we just said because we've always said it from the time we were five years old. You know, and and again, we missed the point. We you, you, we threw the baby out with the bathwater maybe that we didn't realize the beauty involved in the liturgy and didn't appreciate it enough. And I guess all we're asking is just to step back and, and maybe just think about that a little bit in whatever it is that you practice. Um, and, you know, you have your family things as well. You know, want to keep doing those, man, you know, but, but again, it, it, these are things that help ground us to then allow us to kind of push the envelope a little bit more because, you know, we're not just totally chaos, <laughs> it isn't raining, right. you know, so those are good things without a doubt. Um, and we want to be able to use our minds, you know, we've, I think often too, we've, we've tended to maybe subject ourselves to things about new birth and about that we've we're learning new and sometimes we're asked almost to check our brain at the door <laughs> you know right that that we got to go to some places that takes maybe some crazy wacky i'm going to call it faith or belief or acceptance and yet there's this thing nigging at us that's going well wait a minute i understand that i'm not going to get it all mm-hmm. i understand because i'm here to learn i'm here for something new but you know what? Some of it's got to make sense. <laughs> you know? Certainly. Yeah, you can certainly be informed. There, there certainly is informed faith, since you mentioned yes. that, that good, word. Good way to put it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, rational thinking, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. But I think it's important to temper the reason with the mystery. It's yeah. not either or. Right. It's not one or the other. You mm-hmm. know, that... that, that it helps us do it better 
when we can reasonably press into the mystery. <laughs> if I can use that sort of, you know, thread. Right. You know, but being okay with there being things that we just can't understand. And that, that doesn't mean we can never understand it, but mm-hmm. at this moment, maybe we don't get it. And, you know, I, Mac, I have a little bit of a, a roguish view on that, on what you just said. Be okay with there being things that, with, that we can't understand. I believe, and I've witnessed, that so, sometimes you lose by knowing. <laughs> I know that sounds funny to say, but you could, you could, the, uh, you could yeah. lose out on something that happens. Let me give you just a quick example. The worst possible uh, for me, thing in life I can I can imagine is is the death of a child, mm-hmm. right? And if you think about everything that happens when that occurs, and all, everything that somebody goes through—family, parents, everybody that knew that child—and and who they become after they go through all of that, and what happens. Sometimes there's new organizations that get created, right? Mm-hmm. That change yep. our world. There's like a lot of things that, that could happen. Yep. So imagine um, that there's a child that's going to die and bam, you get hit with the reason why. And you're like, wow, of course this needs to happen. Hmm. Right? So now you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Now think of all those things that don't happen because you have information that <laughs> you didn't have before. There was yeah. no mystery now. There isn't. So all those things that you might have done now don't happen. Maybe that organization doesn't get created. Maybe you don't change to be you know, some amazing advocate for some group. Well, this is a, you know, th- this has so many ramifications mm-hmm. too, without a doubt. The minute things get finite, mm-hmm. then we tend to gravitate toward the finite. We get comfortable and we're not satisfied with, with circumstance or with life until we get the certitude, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, We've talked about this. One of our manifesto points is we need to st- striving for more clarity as opposed to certainty. Oh, yeah. You know, that sometimes it takes getting rid of some of our certainty as tightly as we hold on to it because our, it's, it's, it's also about our biases. So when we have this certainty, it forms certain biases in us that, again, sometimes tend to hold us back from being able to birth something new in our life because mm-hmm. we're so entrenched and stuck where we are. You know, and, and again, these things are knowledge that we're certain of, and mm-hmm. typically there's not as much mystery involved in the equation when, when that's the case. So what a beautiful, what a beautiful point that, that what, a, what a sort of, uh, you know, an oxymoron is <laughs> sort of, right. you know, don't know so that you don't want to know because it kind of holds you back from moving forward. I love how that seems to work. That's a beautiful point. You know? <laughs> That's really good. And for, those, and for those biases you mentioned, I, I just like to encourage everybody, Mac, just, just be honest with yourself. We all have them. And it's okay. You're not a bad person right. for having them, right? You just acknowledge it. And, and you know, in my, in my world, you, you know, you, you you let it flow through you, um, and you just keep doing all these other things to help you be just a little bit better at life, right? And yeah. then, and you know, maybe those biases go away. 
You know, maybe they don't, but at least you have a better understanding of who you are in them. And you know where your heart is. That's the important thing to me. Good. I know where my heart is. Love it. You're exactly right. So, you know, the the reason, the reasonable conclusions that you can draw in any scenario can help shorten the leap to truths that we need to take on faith. Oh, yeah. Because it's always a combination of both. It's never either or. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, let's just, let's just massage it a little bit better. Right. Uh, right. And uh, birth some new stuff. Yeah. You know? So that's what it's about. Yeah. So let's move into um, one more section, Mac. Yep. And this is just about experiences that we have in life. And I, and I want to uh, read a quote from Amy Grant, who's a singer songwriter mm-hmm. uh, that really cap, uh, encapsulates this concept, this experience in life. So this is what she says. There is a beauty to wisdom and experience that cannot be faked. (laughs) It's impossible to be mature without having lived. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Head of V8, yeah. Uh, Right? Like it's really hard to have reasonable assurance of something unless we've experienced it personally, basically is what she's she's saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, you know, experience, So you're so right that, 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 that we... We need to gain wisdom. Wisdom can be gained through experience without a doubt. You know, it, it, and it has to be, I mean, it, to some extent. You know, I don't care how wise a 20-year-old might be for a 20-year-old, right? But they've only lived 20 years worth of life. Now, again, that can vary given the individual, but point being that they've, they've only seen 20 years worth of life. Right. Versus 40 or 60, whatever. So, you know, the, the experience is good. You know, it experience mm-hmm. is good. And, you know, here, here's the thing about experiences that we want to make sure we, 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 we say in this episode. How do you live your life and so that you can experience new stuff? Mm. Yeah. You know, because they're just experiencing a day that's just like yesterday and it's just like the day before and the day before for the most part doesn't necessarily help stimulate you to new thinking and to new birthing of new ideas and creativity and all the things that we're trying to talk about, the joy and love and life that comes from birth typically you're not going to experience if you aren't in this place of experiential life. Well, this is why uh, when it comes time for gifts in my life, in my world, I'll take an experience over a a box box. I'm going to open up that has some (laughs) gift in it. And those are great, right? And I appreciate those. I really do. But if someone were to ask me, and my my family's this way too, we're we're going to want the experience. No, no doubt about it. You know, I, I, that's that's great. It, it certainly is. And you know, one of the examples that I thought about when we were putting this thing together when it came to experiences, if any of you have seen one of my favorite movies, who's the movie guy, but, you know, one of my favorite movies is Goodwill Hunting. Oh, man, you know, I love and, this movie. And Robin Williams and Matt Damon. And, yeah. and one poignant part in that movie that, that Robin Williams is just crawling right up on Matt Damon because he's just about had it with his attitude. 
and and he says, you know, sport, <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> yeah. sport, you probably can tell me every single fact about the Sistine Chapel way more than I could even imagine. How long it took to build it and how many people and you know how tall it is and what the dimensions are and all the facts and figures about it. I'm sure you can. But here's one thing you can't tell me. You can't tell me how it smells. <laughs> Right. See, and, and, and Robin Williams was just trying to get him to bridge over this idea that knowledge, for knowledge's sake, mm-hmm. it's, it's okay, but if you leave the experience out of the equation or you don't have it, then so much is lost. Oh, it's so know, true. It. So, uh, so true. It's so different experiencing something like that than just reading about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it builds credibility and confidence in your life, too, when you have some experiences that mm-hmm. you can fall back on, that you can say, oh, wait a minute, been there, done that. Right? And it builds, like, monumentous memories, like moments. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've talked about our life being lived in in a series of moments, right? And if you put all those happy moments together, you have, like, a happy life, right? So if you get to do some of these things, have these experiences... And you put all these moments together. Now you have something. Now when you're thinking about the Sistine Chapel in, you know, mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting, once he's there and he's seen it, now he's not picturing something he read on a book. Now he's picturing something in his mind that he saw and experienced. Right. And that's very different. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, it's experiential, but it's also, I think, um, and, and we talked about the midwife early on in the episode. Right. That that, that that midwife has experience, has experience of multiple births. Right. Of multiple experiences of, 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 of a baby being born and how to, how to deal with the, the nuances because every one of them is different. And now you become the more experience that you can, you can tie together with the mystery and your reason, and then in a holistic way, you be able to impart this to others in in a, in a unique way that experience brings to the table that you just can't you can't do it if you don't have it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it's like you know a teacher teaching from a textbook and yet. Never being able, another great Robin Williams movie, right? His Dead Poets Society, oh, right? I love that you know? one too. And he's teaching those guys from his heart. He's teaching them from a passion and not just where that, that was the whole point of the movie where the other teachers, especially the old guy, was teaching from the book. Right. Yeah. He was reading the lines from the book, you know? Um, and so you, know, you become more winsome. You have more impact and influence in other people's lives as you begin to cultivate. But here's the thing. You need to be experienceable. (laughs) That's a Mac word. Okay. (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) You got to be experienceable. You got to be out there, out of your bubble, Willing to experience new things, putting yourself in new environments that can then bring new experience to you that you can learn from, that you knew, that you can then enjoy, of course, you know. But then as well as you, it's, 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 it's a flow, then you can impart to others. Yeah. You know? And there it is. There's how you do life better, man. There's how it's better. <laughs> Right, so it's holistic. 
none of this stuff that we've talked about, even though we've categorized some of this stuff and, you know, we've kind of tried to give it to you in a, in a, in a format, it all works together. It all overlaps. It's not either or or one or another. It, it's all together holistically as you live life and you just take one more step or live one more day, one more moment, as Stu said. It, it, it all goes together and you begin to appreciate how that works the more you do it. I don't know how else you could say it, right? You're just going to do it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to live a life just a little bit better than the one you're living now, you want to birth some new experiences maybe into your life, this is, these are the things we, that we do. Right. And this is what we're sharing with you today because exactly. Rogers, we, uh, we've, We've done this, mm-hmm. as we always talk about on our podcast. Yep. We are talking from life experience. So it, to be <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> we are talking from, from life experience. And it's such a better life yeah. having those experiences and doing these things. And, and it's that, like you've said, Mac, it's not like it's all comfortable. Yeah. I mean, right. we, we sometimes... Right. But as yeah. we've talked about before, we, we're comfortable being uncomfortable. That's so. for sure. So, so uh, yeah. So I, I know I, I know there's going to be a mystic McNugget in here. Yep. Okay. Uh, and I know that it's got to be a good one for this. I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is this one of yours? This is this a I? Mac? Yes, is this is, a true this Mac? This is a true Mac nugget. Mac, Mac yep. nugget. Okay. And it's, it, it was birthed, you know, uh, for this episode. So here you go. <laughs> You're funny. Here it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> So you, every one of you, all of you rogers, are pregnant with boundless possibilities. You're a exotic cocktail. You're pregnant with boundless possibilities. Push harder until you hear the cry of new life wrecking your old life. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. You are pregnant with boundless possibilities. Push harder. Until you hear the cry of new life wrecking your old life, man, and then strap in. As I love it. Say, yeah. Right? So that's yeah. what we're going to leave in, in a good way, right? Absolutely. Wrecking your life in oh, a good yeah. way. That yeah. that happens. No I love doubt that. About it. I think I, yeah. the, the analogy here for for me, and I know for you too, Sue. Maybe all every parent that's listening to this, that when a new life comes into your life, a child comes in, a birth happens in your life. Right. It wrecks it, man. I mean, it just does good. I mean, I mean, you, right. like you said, but it does, it just wrecks it. So, uh, enjoy wow. it. Yeah. This has been great, Mac. I'm so glad that we, uh, decided to have this conversation. Yeah. Cause like I said, we talk about this every week. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is what we're about, how to do life just a little bit better. We, yep. our little roguish take on it and, of course. So thanks, gang. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll, we'll be with you next week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. This, this next week, please, Rogers, go out there, experience something new, something new to you. And then let us know about it. We want to hear it. We want to hear your stories. So, yeah, love it. Thank you. Stay rogue, my friends. We'll see you next week. Okay, all you Rogers, it's Mac here. And you may now unbuckle your four-point harness. If you enjoyed this episode of The Wise Guys, we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Please share it with your friends and drop Stu and I a note. Subscribing is the fuel that makes it possible to deliver fresh, eclectic wisdom every week. Let us know how you are going rogue. 
and we'll share some of our favorite off-the-reservation stories on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, spread the wisdom by liking us on all social media platforms and keep asking the whys. We love having you part of the conversation.